Topper, give me a drum roll. Your face was so red. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Christian Podcast that doesn't take itself too seriously. I'm your host, Shane. You're not the host. <laughs> you always say that. <laughs> and I'm here with my two sidekicks, the Eric's. Okay, shut up. Uh, but today we actually have a special guest. So let me introduce him to everybody that's listening. So to yeah. mom and dad. Um, <laughs> this is Lance. Everybody give it up for Lance. Lance! <laughs> Lance is here. I actually clap for myself. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Lance, in case for those that don't know who he is, um, if you're friends with us, you do. But the reason why we asked Lance to be on is because Lance does not think the same way we do when it comes to religion stuff because Lance is an atheist. Yeah. So the goal for having Lance on today is to, to ask him. It's to make me feel bad. Is to, make, <laughs> is, is to ask him questions. But here's what we we don't want it to be. This is not us trying to convince Lance that mm-hmm. that he's wrong or him trying to convince well you can try but um, actually we were talking on 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 Gchat and Lance like I know I probably can't convince you and you, Eric and Shane but I can probably convince Topper of, of what I think <laughs> well no I said I, I might convince Topper <laughs> you know Shane Eric you have too much investment yeah. but Topper he's got no horse I'm worried this guy no horse in the race <laughs> I knew this was a bad idea having him on I knew so so basically I We've known Lance for a while. I've known Lance for a really long time. Um, we started, We worked at Don Pablo's together, the best Tex-Mex oh. restaurant. <laughs> Don Pablo's is the worst. It's garbage. <laughs> it's actually garbage that they make you pay for. Side <laughs> note, one time I went there, and they I ordered my food, and they brought it out, and I was like, this tastes weird. It's cold. It's it's just strange. And, and the waiter came back, and I said, hey, um, this is just weird. And he literally said, oh, that's because... All of our ovens are broken, and we microwaved your entire meal <laughs> at a restaurant that I paid for. Did you pay for it? No, not at that <laughs> point. It's like you, you didn't think to tell me that before we ordered and waited for our food to come out. I was like, I don't want any of this, and we left. That doesn't surprise. That does not surprise. Yeah, you know, that's you know that's a good man, night. You know who the manager was? Who? Lance. Lance. <laughs> hey, well, I was the server and the manager <laughs> and the cook because they could only afford one. <laughs> so... So basically, no. I've known Lance for a long time. We're we're very close friends, even though we. He shook his head. <laughs> even though Lance literally went. <laughs> that was just mine. for us. That was for us. <laughs> we're very close friends, even though we don't necessarily agree on stuff. And here's what I what I like and why I wanted to have Lance and why we want to have Lance on here is because we've had a lot of conversations about what he believes and what I believe, and it's never ended in an argument. We've never thought the other one's an idiot for believing that, at least my end. <laughs> but we, we can, it's actually possible to have a sane, logical art, logical discussion between two people that disagree. Yeah, a so, civil discussion. Yes. So that's what we're doing. Go ahead. Yeah. And, you know, you know A, I want to say that we haven't had one of those conversations where we think we're idiots yet. Yeah. So today might change that. Today Hopefully today, today happens. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's tough for people when it comes to politics, religion, all these things, to talk about them in a civil way because it's not – it's a key piece of who you are. Yeah. yeah. And it's not like we – you know, you're Lutheran, which you guys aren't Lutheran, but, you know, you're Lutheran <laughs> I'm Catholic. It's completely different sides yeah. of the spectrum. Yeah. yeah. So. So why don't we do this? I think that that yeah. would actually make it easier. Do you? I do because when, when, when you're closer – Mm-hmm. Then it's like 
like like siblings fight a lot more than people you know than just like random people or, or friends right and and when someone who has similar beliefs but not exactly the same then you can be like well how can you read the same thing and believe the same thing as me but get a different meaning out of it where where if you like for us if we look at the bible and we say okay the bible i believe the bible is god's word and then you would look at it lance and be like okay i don't i, I don't know I, yeah i don't believe that so like I can I can understand okay he just doesn't even believe in that at all but if I encounter somebody else who believes in the same thing that I believe in but gets something entirely different out of it that can create more issues okay but what about say I mean that's like a believer versus a non-believer what yeah. about the idea of like a believer versus a believer in a different faith I mean would you and a Muslim have the same kind of yeah back and forth or would you just say all right well he believes something else it's fine yeah I don't know I mean I, I haven't really had a conversation with uh with a muslim really in depth so i don't really know it's a good question i think it depends on (laughs) the person if the person's a jerk or not (laughs) i guess what we're saying is (laughs) i mean that's most (laughs) i guess what we're saying is there are more jerky christians than than jerky muslims that i've encountered you just don't know there's There's a a lot of jerky muslims yeah i mean there's there's jerks everywhere yeah yeah that's what it is there's jerks everywhere you just know more we just know more exactly that's fair exactly okay so so lance why don't you um, introduce yourself. Tell tell us your story, whatever that is, and then tell us like how you came to become an atheist, or if you always were, or your parent, any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So go ahead. Well, you know, I think I think the relevant part of my story is is atheism here. So I'll focus on that. I mean, obviously, you covered how we worked together in an awful restaurant and how we've yeah. all been friends for a long time. Yeah, too long, some might say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know, I've been an atheist since. I can remember. I remember one time when I was about six, a friend of mine was a, a youth pastor, and he tried to, I, I'm going to say recruit me, but it wasn't that nefarious. Yeah. He just, Con- you know, convert. he tried to teach yeah. me some things about the scripture. Wait, hold on. You were six, and your friend was a youth pastor? Was How old I was mean, your friend? You have to understand, my brother was older. So, <laughs> uh, so I mean, this kid was like, I say youth pastor, I don't really mean youth pastor. I mean, like, he was like a... He was a kid, a sure. leader, he was, or something. He was involved okay. in the church to some extent that I okay. didn't fully understand. Because I, I, the way that you described it, I pictured like you, tw- yeah, Before. like myself <laughs> being like going up to a six-year-old and being like, "Hey, you're my friend, right?" Like, yeah, he did this weird thing where he, he showed me the gospel. Uh, neither here nor there. But getting back to the point, I mean, that was pretty much my experience with religion at a young age. Was this guy trying to teach me about Genesis and these things, and my dad mm-hmm. freaking out because my dad is, of course, an atheist. Um, so I really think that where, to get back to your point, Eric, where my own beliefs come from are my father, who is an atheist, and my mother, who's a Protestant, but she's not practicing at all. So okay. you have somebody that doesn't care about what their child does, and another person that's a very militant atheist, you're going to get an atheist. I think yeah. that uh, most people tend to believe whatever their parents do. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, let's be honest here. It's not like your parents are yep. you know, oh, Jews. Yeah. We're, and, we're, we're all from... <laughs> Christian homes. Exactly. Yep. Um, but even, you know, going back to the point, you guys are, what, Nazarene? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, your parents are too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, nobody's parents here are Catholic and you happen to be Nazarene, right? Your parents are. My parents are Catholic. Okay. Yes. Are they still? Um, well, I mean, they they come to, it's kind of a similar situation to, like you said, your mom. Mm-hmm. She would consider herself Protestant, not necessarily practicing. Mm-hmm. So it was the same way, Catholic. And yes, I mean, they would still call themselves Christians, but I wouldn't say – I can't really say, you know, where 
where they stand with how much. I mean, my mom comes to church as much as she can to connections. To connections, yeah. Um, my dad, not as much. So I think it's kind of in that same boat. And it really wasn't until I met you guys yeah. who, because my parents, they didn't force me to, to go to church on Sundays. But I started hanging out with you guys. It started with youth group. Mm-hmm. And then it evolved into, okay, then I was coming Sundays. And I started actually digging into the Word and stuff like and that. And you so, were at yeah. our house as much as you were at your house. Yes, yeah, when I was a kid, yeah. True. So, so it was like you had two homes almost because we lived on the same street and all this stuff. So so it still kind of worked out the same way where like mm-hmm. I, with mm-hmm. our parents influencing us, we had, we had influenced you right. and our yeah. parents have influenced yeah. you. Hey, uh, Topper, thanks for ruining my point, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, <man. laughs> yeah. So, but you you made a comment about your dad being a a militant atheist. Yes, I think I think most atheists tend to be kind of the worst. Um, <laughs> I, you know, it's it's funny because atheists tend to like really rail against religious people and just like oh they're the worst and they don't understand logic and they yeah. don't see the irony of the fact that what they really hate is people that shove faith in their face, but they're shoving the lack of faith in other mm. people's face. Yeah. Um, and I think it's it's pretty ironic. It's a little funny that people do that. You know, it's yeah. like because they don't believe, you have to not believe, right? Uh, which is ridiculous. It's crazy and yeah. it's un-American. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, I, I do believe that a lot of atheists are quote unquote militant atheists. Gotcha. Because I didn't I, I I didn't know if like a lot of atheists if they were along those lines that you were just describing, or if they were along the lines of more just like. I'm lazy and and I don't and I don't care yeah. or more more agnostic than atheist but but it sounds yeah. like for you it's definitely like a, a like coming from an atheist perspective not cuz like an an agnostic would say I don't know. Yeah. Maybe maybe not but I'm not going to claim one way or the other. Well, I would say that I would say that I don't 100% know there isn't a god. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just don't believe based on the evidence that there is one and I especially don't believe that there is that what any of the three major religions has, you know, put forth as, you know, the Lord, mm-hmm. that that is what created us. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. There's no, you know, empirical evidence that says there is no God. Yeah. But yeah. I just don't think there's empirical evidence that says the otherwise. Yeah. So I go with it. I think, I think agnostic can be kind of a, a cop-out sometimes. Mm-hmm. I know there's some people that are, and they truly believe those things, and that's fine. Yeah. Um, my fiance is like that, but... Yeah. I feel like every atheist is kind of, is all agnostic, too, when it comes to... Like you said, like, yeah, I don't think there is one, but if, like, maybe if someone could, like, here's the proof now, like, the yeah. science, and you're like, yeah, sure, but it's a possibility, but I don't think so. Yeah. So, like, I think every, because you have to be yeah. that way, right? Because yeah. I have to say, I, I don't think there's this thing in the sky that created all of mm-hmm. us, because there's no proof of it to me. Yeah. So, I mean, if it, if it comes up, then I'll, sure, I'll buy into that, mm-hmm. but until then... No, exactly. Right. You yeah. know, and it's like, look, if there's a gotcha moment of this podcast where one of you guys whips out the proof to God, that's that's hey, our fourth is, point. Like, <laughs> you really could have sold this in much better ways. <laughs> but if there is, then I'll believe it. Then, but yeah. I just I haven't seen it so far. Yeah, yeah. So, well, let's start. We we wrote down a couple questions. So why don't we ask ask Lance some questions? And um, our goal, and we talked about this before um, before we even started too, but um, we're. We're not going to debate any answer Lance gives because we're just literally asking to get that perspective. Because yeah. this is not about us being like, okay, well, here's why we think you're wrong. Because obviously, mm-hmm. most of it we're going to disagree on, but we don't even need to cover. It. I, just, I, I want, for me personally at least, I just want to hear the other perspective because I only have one perspective, yeah. mm-hmm. just like Lance has one perspective. Right. So let's just get that perspective out there with it. So for, I, I, yeah. I also encourage follow up questions because yes. I feel yeah. like. 
Okay. No, yeah, we're not. It's not just going to be. Yeah, we'll we'll, yeah. we'll eat off it. But yeah. So the first question: um, What do you think hell is going to be like? <laughs> uh, you know, I feel like it's going to be warm. And, uh, I hope it's warm because I don't like the cold. You know, but you know, how do you know? I mean, let's be honest. So say say you know, your God is the wrong God. Yeah. You know, hell could be warm for y'all too. Yeah. Yeah. No, we might be with you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Obviously, that was more. Good. Go ahead, Shane. You got yeah. Some All right. So, so I, if we're going to, um, for you, I want you to think outside the box and and if and say that God is real. Uh huh. Just for this example, okay. God is real, and you have the opportunity to right here, right now, go and answer, mm-hmm. go go to Him and ask Him one question only. Mm-hmm. What question would that be? That's kind of a big, big question to ask you but you know i have i would have a ton of questions um if you wanted to talk directly to me but i think the biggest one would be why he lets bad things happen yeah and i'm not talking like bad things to good people like why you know if your dad's good why does he lose Mm -hmm. his house i'm talking about like huge awful bad things and we all know what i'm talking about yeah things that like nobody's responsible for like like a tornado coming through and just wrecking a town you mean yeah, things like that, tsunamis. I mean, other things too, like you know, groups of bad people doing bad things to other people. Yeah. I mean, obviously, God can't do everything. I understand. Yeah, but He could step in here and there. Uh, yeah. You know, He could. Sounds like He's not so busy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> He already put in the legwork. He's made the world. Sounds like He's not so busy. <laughs> I get it. There's stuff behind the scenes I don't see. He's got like forms he has to file and all this stuff, but like. Who is he, Bruce Almighty? (laughs) Jim Carrey? He's got all these files. This is awfully familiar. It's like, what do I do here? Check all of yes. Well, look, if the the, uh, alternative is that he is all-powerful and he can do everything with a snap of his fingers, then he should definitely be able to stop stuff like that. So why doesn't he? Yeah. Exactly. I understand that. Yeah. And I think that that, and and that's not just a question that only an atheist would have. You know what I mean? We're, I yeah, think, we're doing, we're preaching about that this yeah. this Sunday. <laughs> yeah, that's a question that I have. Yeah, and, and like, and if like, if God can do everything, and He purposely lets something happen, isn't it kind of His fault too? Like, mm-hmm. if He can, if He's if He can control everything or whatever, and something bad happens, couldn't you say, well, what does that make you if you're really not going to do anything about? This mm. terrible thing happening to because if because if, if if Eric and I were sitting here mm. and Lance, being the atheist, decided just kidding, <laughs> decided he's going to kill Topper right mm. here, right now, and if Eric and I just sat here on the other side and didn't do anything to mm. even try to stop you, and we just watched it happen when there was something we could have done to prevent it, mm. a lot of people would say that we are almost a comp- we're, we're an accomplice to murder, right? Mm. So, so that's the same question when it comes to God. Yeah. If if God could step in and do something, why doesn't He? Right. Yeah. So I, I I agree with you. I mean, that's a huge mm-hmm. question. Well, that that would be my biggest question. I mean, there there are many questions. Mm-hmm. There are so many. Are there are there <laughs> other ones that pop into your head just off? No, nothing that I mean bears speaking to here. There's like little tiny things. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know why do you let Justin Bieber? <laughs> things like that. Speaking of which, yeah. this very moment. My wife and oh, Lauren sister. and our sister Jessica are on their way to see Justin Bieber tonight in Baltimore City. 
<laughs> the Royal Farms Arena. Yeah. So, for uh, the record, Shane is very, very sad he could not go. Yeah, he's, uh, I was he's like, a dedicated professional. I can't get out of it. <laughs> so, yeah. I appreciate your dedication to this craft. Thanks. Listen, Lance, you don't have to agree with us about this whole God thing, mm-hmm. but don't bash Justin Bieber. Yeah. Yeah. All right, not on, not on our podcast. <laughs> we'll put up with a lot of this podcast. Not on our you can bash everything we believe in. <laughs> not the beef. <laughs> Okay, so I have a question for you, Lance. All right, so as, as Christians, we have the Bible, which kind of shows us a way to live, has Scripture, you know, a guideline of how we should live, where we get our morals from. So my question to you is, I guess, where do you, where do you get your morals from? Or is there anything that you hold close to you, any, any sort of faith that you hold close to you? Hmm. Well, you know, there are things called the law. And <laughs> the law is what prevents us from... From, uh, granted, a lot I don't of the laws. <laughs> For instance, I don't believe that the only thing that stops the other three members of this table, besides myself, from murdering people is the Lord all above. Yeah. You know, I think it's also the fact that there's consequences. And granted, those laws are in some ways based on religious code from back in the day. Um, but you know, back to the point, I think that morality doesn't stem only from religion. You know, I mean, yeah, you guys might say it's wrong to kill because God says so, mm. but I also think on some level, you know, it's wrong to kill because it's wrong to kill. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's that's something that doesn't. It's it's malin say it's and that's criminal justice. I'm sorry, I'm reverting back to college, but it's <laughs> it's, it's wrong because it's wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't have to have a discussion about that. Nobody needs to talk about that. Mm-hmm. You, know, I mean, you can discuss about whether it's wrong or not to speed, but nobody has to say, okay, is it wrong for me to steal somebody's things and then shoot them in the face? Mm-hmm. It just is. So where, where do you figure out like where the this is the obviously wrong part? Might, like if, if it's affecting other people in a negative mm-hmm. way, right? I, I mean, I don't know. A, a long time ago, I read that the extent of freedom is until your freedom impacts another person's freedom. Okay, yeah. Um, and I think that's kind of what a lot of laws are based around. You know, it's yeah. like you're free to take as you please until you take somebody else's property. Yeah. Stealing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, you know, you're free to go out and shoot deer or whatever until you take somebody's life. That's murder. But I don't know if it's that necessarily. I mean, you know, like I said, I think some of these laws are based off of old religious code. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, I don't need the law or the law of God to tell me that I shouldn't beat people up and pray on the weak. It's just, yeah. it's yeah. wrong. You get right. a bad feeling when you do it unless there's something wrong with you. You know, I think a lot of that is social cues. Yeah. Cultural cues. Yeah. But. So like even on a smaller level where, where okay. obviously we would talk about murder and mm-hmm. hurting other people physically or, mm-hmm. or whatever, but even like on a smaller level, like when it comes to like, uh, like you and your fiance, if you were to, to like, you know, lie to her about something or, or mm-hmm. something that, that, that still can hurt her in a, in, 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 if she were to find out a certain way or, or whatever it is. Does that well, make sense? You know, I, I, I'm not trying to, to uh, rain on your parade. I think that's a poor example. Yeah. Um, just for the fact that I wouldn't want to hurt her. Yeah. And if yeah, there's anything that the I knew that would hurt her, you know, of all people. Right. You know what I mean? Like, something would hurt Topper. I don't care about Topper. Yeah. So, whatever. But, <laughs> I'm, but, just, I'm just easy pickings yeah, yeah, tonight, aren't I? But, uh, you know, my fiance, you know, anything for her. So, of course, I wouldn't want to hurt yeah. her. But so let's say something that's kind of like a white crime. Say mm-hmm. it's, so pirating things. Yeah. Stealing things from people that it wouldn't really impact them. It wouldn't impact their bottom line. And I do pirate things. And it's it's because I don't see it as... Try telling that to Taylor Swift. <laughs> well, I love Taylor Swift. <laughs> and Taylor, if you're listening, I never stole any of you. <laughs> um, 
But anyway, you know, I have done that, and it's because I don't think it's it's wrong just in the fact that it's wrong. It is stealing, and I admit that it's stealing, but yeah. hopefully this doesn't get used in the court of law at any point. <laughs> yeah. Only Comcast, five people. Only five people. <laughs> yeah. Comcast is after me. <laughs> but it's not so wrong that I think it should stop me from doing so. Mm-hmm. You know, if there's something, a music, a an artist, you want to get their music or a show you want to watch, and the only way for you to get it was to pirate it, would what stops both of you or all three of you be that, you know, God says, do not steal? No, because all three of us have pirated music. <laughs> exactly. So... So clearly, our our set of morals isn't so far from each other. Yeah, yeah. You know what I, I mean? Like, basically, it's like we think that that what you're saying that you just kind of know whatever. We think that that is is the reflection of God in us. Mm-hmm. Where obviously, if you don't believe in God, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. you obviously wouldn't think that. So I kind of like we obviously get it from the Bible too. But then there's things the things that are questioned most in the Bible, like homosexuality, things like that, are the things that. Um, there's more, like, it's not, what am I trying to say? Well, those, those things that, that are questioned the most, not murder and all that stuff, is the things that's like, is that really hurting anybody and that kind mm-hmm. of stuff? And that kind of goes back to what, what you were kind of saying. But um, we would say that what you're feeling is the image of God. But obviously, if you don't believe in a God, then mm-hmm. there's not that. Then it's just Jimmy yeah, Cricket it's, or something. No, it's yeah. just, yeah. It's just <laughs> okay. a, well, how you, yeah. Yeah, and that does raise an interesting question, if I can pose it now, yeah. is, um, you know, if that's God's, you know, the reflection of God in all of us, and we're all made in God's image, so yeah. that's in all of us. Yeah. How do you explain people that do evil things? That we would explain that from being in a fallen world with sin around us. Mm-hmm. So, so even though we are all made in the image of God, mm-hmm. but God also gives us free will to make our own decisions because God wants us to want to love Him. He doesn't want us to be forced to love Him. And so, when you have free will and you have the, that, that decision in front of you that also means that there is a wrong decision and Fair. so 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 we would say that and, and uh, according to the bible it says that we are made with a sinful flesh mm-hmm. and and our flesh right. is sinful yeah. and, and we have this original sin original that we are sin born into yeah. mm-hmm. um in into this world where all around us there's crap going on right mm-hmm. and so and 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 it's you don't have to teach somebody to sin you know what I mean? It's a lot of times it's just natural to be selfish. It's natural, not just Absolutely. on, 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 not just like in a, in a sense of murder and like the big things, but even in the smaller things, everybody's natural inclination is to look out for me first mm-hmm. where, where the Bible teaches us the exact opposite, but look out for others first. And so it, it, it goes against what we uh, are naturally wanting to do. Okay, so then by that logic, would you explain, mm-hmm. you know, atheists and people that don't believe and believe in a different God that do the right thing? Would you say that's just an anomaly? You know, I mean, they're, they're not choosing the righteous path by your definition, but they are choosing the right path by their own free will. Yeah. Well, and we would say that uh, there are plenty of people who are not Christians yeah. who are great human beings. Yeah, but so, so in your estimation no, we, or in your logic, that would just be... Now that would still, we would still draw. say that that person is still made in God's image too. Yeah, we. Still, so even everybody. though they don't necessarily believe in, in God and all the stuff, that there's still a, that we would, or at least what I would say, there's still that's still a reflection of God's thumbprint on them, even if they don't believe it or have or care about it. Mm-hmm. Like because I, like I think we're all born like we're saying sinful and mm-hmm. and 
or not good, but we have some, all of us have some good in us. And that would be what we would say would be, that would be the thumbprint of God in them is what we would say. Okay. But so as long as it's good, it's God's doing, but then the second it's bad, it's because that I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. I would say that people can be, can make good decisions and you like, like I said, you can still be a good person without God, Hmm. but that doesn't mean that, that you are saved. Oh, of course, and of course. Free. We're not talking about grace, yeah. grace here. That's right. not what we're talking about. Right. I mean, but you can still make a, a good decision uh, and, and make a selfless decision mm-hmm. without even considering God in, in the mix. Yeah, but that's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about is the motivation to that decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because what you, what Eric, what you said to me earlier was that you believe that when somebody makes a decision like that, that is moral, that is right, it is a reflection of God. It's God's influence on your life. That or that still somehow we know that it's coming back to us in a good way. So like, let's say that I decide that I, if I'm not a Christian, I believe in God and I act a certain way with my wife, it's because I want her to be happy, which in turn Mm -hmm. is good for me as well because I want what's best for her stuff. So Mm -hmm. I think it's a little bit of that too, but I think we all have some good in us and that's, that's because all of us are made in God's image is, Mm -hmm. is what we would believe. You know what I mean? Okay. But so the bad people are made in God's image too. It's yes. just they turn from that. Yeah, they. Everyone has free will. Everyone yeah. has a choice to do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. God gave everyone free will, yeah. so that's why I would say, like, even going all the way back to Adam and Eve mm-hmm. for us. And if we look at the story in Genesis, and and Adam and Eve had one thing that they weren't supposed to do, and mm-hmm. that was, and that was a reflection of uh, if they made that decision, then that was them completely doing what god told them not to do Mm -hmm. and so they they still had a decision from the get-go just as we have a decision every day when we wake up do i want to go this way or do i want to go that way Mm -hmm. you know um and not and not even every decision is good and bad um so they're just decisions that we make every day yeah um, that goes into it well there's a lot of bad decisions i mean topper topper chooses to like justin bieber (laughs) (laughs) that's a choice he makes every day Yeah, the whole time I was just thinking about I want to be at that concert. <laughs> I didn't even know what you guys were talking about. Yeah. yeah. All right, so uh, we, we have another question then for you, please. Um, so, so, and this is just genu- genuinely a question that I, I, that I've thought about a lot. Um, so, for you being being an atheist, what then do you believe happens to us after we die? You know, as an atheist, I I believe nothing. You know, mm-hmm. I believe you know we're born as organic matter and we return to organic matter um so again i don't really believe in the existence of a soul i believe in consciousness but i believe consciousness dies Mm -hmm. just like you know bodies do and organic matter does but so i don't really believe much and it's kind of a bleak worldview but i believe Mm -hmm. you die and then you get buried and that's it and, and they, they embalm you, and then you sit in a, a small little tomb for a little bit. The it's same weird. thing from before you were born is the same thing after. It's nothing. Like, you don't remember before you were born. Well, you know, I mean, I mean, consciously, yes. But yeah. otherwise, no. Because, I mean, yeah. when they embalm you, you last for a long time. But, uh, <laughs> but um, you know, it's so then, nothing. So then for, for you, um, uh, you know, at this point, we're all young we're all in well eric's not in his 20s anymore but but we're or young yeah <laughs> but we're all relatively young and so we still have a lot to look forward to in life right mm-hmm. so so if you can try to imagine then as you as you get older um do you, where do you get your sense of hope from beyond just 
okay, I'm looking forward to getting married. I'm looking forward to, to having kids. I'm looking forward to the, these aspects of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, where do you find hope? Well, I think, I think you touched on it while completely missing it there. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, you just named a couple things that are beautiful, momentous mm-hmm. occasions. And what I am looking forward to and what gives me hope is life. Yeah. You know, when there's nothing else, when it's just this, the, the small things matter. Everything matters. If you were living your life for the second life, not all this matters so much as long as you're doing everything right. The little moments don't matter as much because, you know, whether or not you really enjoyed a sunset doesn't mean anything as long mm-hmm. as you're living in accordance with whatever God you believe is going to get you to that afterlife. And, you know, as as married men, the both of you, Shane and Eric, I would hope that you really do appreciate the fact that you're married. <laughs> yes. But, you know, you know, my hope in life is marrying the woman I love and living a good life with her and seeing the world and appreciating what I have while I'm here because I know it's fleeting. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it, I know in your belief system, you guys have, hopefully, long lives ahead of you. Mm-hmm. And then after that, eternal life. Mm-hmm. So... You guys got a long way to go. In my mind, I've got, you know, I'm, I'm almost 29. I've got maybe 50, maybe 60 years. So yeah, for yeah. me, time is short. And I just try to appreciate and, you know, take hope from and right. love everything every day. That makes sense. So just enjoying what you're experiencing right here and right now, which I, I think is very important. And I think that a lot of times we lose sight of that. Um, not, not, not Christians in general, as people. We lose sight of enjoying what's happening right here right now because we're so worried about what's going to happen tomorrow or next week or next year whatever it is yeah people in general absolutely do that i mean life is amazing yeah have you seen the grand canyon it's fantastic (laughs) have you seen have you seen captain america civil war it's amazing there's things in life that are just fantastic and go beyond the words i could speak to them and you know what how people experience them Mm -hmm. and it's just I, yeah. I hope that you guys take as much joy in them as I do, just because that you're hoping that you know in God in mm-hmm. heaven, yeah, yeah. God's got some really good movies, or God's got. Better movies. <laughs> <laughs> so, do do you know besides your dad? Do you know a lot of other atheists? I know a few. Um, you know, one of my one of my best friends is very militantly atheist. Uh, my fiance is agnostic, but she's really atheist. Let's be honest. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I know a few. I don't know a ton, but I'd say. I don't know, ten or fifteen. So, and this is this. Is, I hope that this doesn't come across as me trying to be like you it guys all, must all be sad, but it, it already <laughs> does. <laughs> I'm genuinely trying to ask a question of: Do you do you feel like the people who are around you that are atheists are generally happy people? Um, I think I think it's like are they are they are they catching those moments you're talking about? I hope they are. Um, not all of them are because some of those people I know they're atheists are miserable people. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think that every Christian who oh, is devout miserable Christians. is happy. I think yeah. there's miserable people there. I think there's miserable atheists. I think there's joyous Christians and joyous atheists. I think it's, I think, because I don't believe in the existence of a soul. I think people are they tend to be, a you know part of their genetic makeup and b made up of their experiences. So if somebody has a miserable life, they tend to be a miserable person, whether or not they believe that there's God at the end of the light, you know, at the end of the tunnel or not, they're yeah. miserable. Uh, my, I don't have the science to back this up, but no, um, let's do it here. I, I would. <laughs> I, I, my guess, my guess would be <laughs> no, that was fun. <laughs> my guess would be that the atheists, the population that are are happy or describe themselves as happy or or sad, is not any different than what Christians believe. Mm-hmm. In fact, I did see mm-hmm. a, I did see something that said that 
the percentage of Christians that get divorced is basically the same as people that aren't well, Christian that. and all that stuff. <clears throat> There's no correlation with that stuff. People are still people. Just and I, 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 my guess, not having anything to back it up, would be that atheists are no more happy or sad than the general Christians not, mm-hmm. or or Muslims or anything else because people are still people. That yeah. would be yeah. my guess. I don't know though, but when I would think that. Because like you have a firm belief in certain things, right? Like in many things, in, yeah. And 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 what you just described is is really good. Like I think that that's all important, and 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 you are, are standing firm in those things. Mm-hmm. And I think that a belief in anything that is firm and solid mm-hmm. gives you purpose. Mm-hmm. And and I feel like that you that you've discovered that you know what I mean yeah. and and so like for for us sometimes as as Christians we can look and be like well if you don't believe what we believe then you have no purpose which isn't the truth mm-hmm. you know what I mean but that's that's the conclusion and the assumption that we can jump to because we think well if this is the greatest gift in the world mm-hmm. and if you don't have that then you can't experience joy you know what I mean yeah. which isn't isn't accurate yeah and you know I do understand that. And but it's important to understand, like you just said, that people do have purpose outside of religion. Yeah. And it's also important to think about, and I hope you guys are critical thinkers in the you know, go back to a first grade term, but critical thinking, is that what if you're wrong? Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean you guys might have all the purpose in the world, but if your only purpose is living to a code that's wrong, which I'm not saying it is because I don't know. Yeah. But then, you know, what was your purpose really? Yeah. yeah. So it's it's tough. It's tough to know what to do based on just beliefs you know it's mm-hmm. we're all just trying to make it through the world and yeah. some people don't have any purpose at all so. right and i think that um that what uh what a christian would say would be mm-hmm. that our belief system mm-hmm. um that we have if you i, I feel like system's a bad word but the beliefs that, that we do have mm-hmm. um in in god and in a creator and in jesus christ that the way that we live our life according to those does provide us with a good life yeah. and that and that would be the way that we would look at it as even if we're wrong mm-hmm. and and say that that atheists are right and after this there's nothing mm-hmm. the same thing happens to both of us fair yeah and so and and i think that if as a christian you aren't happy with life that's an issue yeah and and Absolutely. for for me as 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 a firm believer in, in jesus christ and those sort of things i love my life and 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 i and i think that um, all of those things that you were talking about are just as important to you know to all of us as it is to you. And um, uh, but if you but if you can't find that happiness and the joy in those sort of things, regardless of your faith or your belief system, then then you're going to find yourself struggling. Well, that like what you were saying, like with your hope, purpose, with all this stuff, is not really any different than ours. Besides the fact that we think that we think of it more as we're blessed by God to have that. You think it's just that's life. Mm-hmm. And I'm lucky to have all this too, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's really not putting an author to it or not. It's not really changing. Like we're kind of the same with that. Mm-hmm. Just we yeah. think that we're it comes man, from something. I'm so thankful to God that I have that, and yeah. you think I'm just thankful that I have it, right? Now, now, yeah, absolutely. And now I have an interesting question: Is you know where do you fall on the spectrum of? Obviously, you said Shane that there's free will, mm-hmm. but you know if there's free will, how much? does god ordain how much does god plan out you know you know you guys both have beautiful wives you're very happy does does god put out a plan where he said eric will get married to erica shane will get married to lauren this is how it will or is it just the fact that you guys were blessed enough to meet them and you guys handled it i mean how much of that is free will versus how much of that is determined that's a a, like the idea of the one Mm -hmm. 
I think is bullcrap. Yeah. I like, I obviously don't agree with any of it. Like, because that if there is the one, and somebody at You're some talking about point, when it comes to marriage or yeah, loving and if somebody at some point got that wrong, they had kids, like, that were not ever supposed to be here whoever they marry is going to marry not the one and then before you know it the entire thing is screwed up yeah so it's it's hard because i think some things are it's not a romantic way to look at it no. but i 100 percent agree yeah, yeah we all agree the um, numbers bear out there yeah, yeah, yeah. um i i kind of look i i think of it as like let's say we draw a timeline on a table mm-hmm. um of of the earth or whatever Zero to crucifixion or whatever to us now, all this stuff. We're on that timeline, so we can't go past it or forward it. Okay. I would. I think that God is above that timeline because he's not part of our time. Physically and, above it or just like... <laughs> all like, of the above. All of the above. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just trying to dumb it down to anything I can understand. You know okay. what I'm saying? He's not bound by time. Yeah, I can't explain how, how that works. What we would but say. so... So he lets us have free will to do stuff, but there are times where, at least in the Bible, that God intercedes or God does certain things. But um, then that does bear the question: Okay, well, is if God knows everything, does He make that happen? And honestly, Christians will disagree on that. It's called predestination versus not, yeah. where God predestined everything to happen, which mm-hmm. means that God predestined bad things, all that stuff. Well, no, they or, wouldn't, or, they wouldn't they say, say that. that they but, wouldn't say that. Uh, like that's more of a Calvinistic theology where they would say God predestined who is going to believe in him and and accept his love and his grace but they they wouldn't claim that god was responsible for the bad things in the world yes now are there any you know christians out there that believe that god is directly responsible besides the westboro baptist church I'm not <laughs> but Extremist. that god is directly responsible for bad things i don't i don't know of a theology that would claim that and when i say directly i don't just mean like God hates Japan, so he threw a tsunami at him. I mean, yeah. like, like God knew there was a tsunami, and he let it happen. Well, the, uh, well I, I guess that, because I, I did hear some people say, well, God let Hurricane Katrina happen because New Orleans is a cesspool for sin. Like, I, I heard Christians making that claim, which is absolutely insane. Yeah, and and that and that would go more along the lines of the extremists. Yeah, the Westboro Baptists, of right. whatever. Yeah, or extremist. like like the Westboro Baptists would say the shooting down in Orlando yeah. at the gay bar or the gay club. You know, right? Like they would say, "Yep, God hates fags." That's mm-hmm. what they would say, which we do not believe whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so th- there are some crazy people who would who would make that proclamation, but we would not. But but what I would say is, I mean, in, in the Bible it says that every good and perfect gift comes from God. So, so I would look at everything that is good, including my relationship with my wife, um, uh, our, the, our, our kid that's on the way, um, every, my job, all those things. I would say that is a gift from God and, and that we are stewards of everything that we have, include, not just our money and the thing, material things that we have, but our talents, our abilities, our brains, the way that we think, all of those sort of things, our personality, and, and how do we use that? To, to to give back to God what he first gave to us. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, what is the way to give back to God? Is it just simply to believe in him and to spread his word? It would be pointing back to him in all that we do. Okay. So, so you know, he gives you these gifts. He gives you the beautiful wife. He mm-hmm. gives you the child. He gives you the job, everything. Yeah. And what he asks in return, and granted, I'm an atheist, so please, uh-huh. you know, try to give me a little slack here. But what, yeah. he, what he asks in return is that you say, look, I have these things. 
but they're all because of mm-hmm. this, who I assume you guys assume is a man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's because of this guy in yeah. the metaphorical sky. It's all because of him. That's what he wants. He wants recognition. Not, not I in the, say that way, but I understand what you're me, saying. Recognition and dedication. I understand what you're saying in the yeah. sense of like, um, our goal is to point back to God, not because he needs the recognition, mm-hmm. but our goal is to point back and reflect to God so that, so that we can lead others also into his grace. Yes. Because, because of the relationship that we're in. We believe it's a okay. relationship. Okay. So in the same way that you are going to act a certain way or do certain things because you're in a relationship with your wife or whatever, mm-hmm. we believe that we are because of Jesus and his grace and what he did, we have a relationship with God, like a perfect heavenly father. Mm-hmm. And so if we truly believe that, and we truly believe that, that there is a God who created us and sent Jesus. And because of Jesus, we have grace and all this stuff. Then what would your response be? If you knew that was true, if you really believe that it'd be like, well, that's the best thing ever. Like nothing compares to that. If, mm-hmm. if you truly believe that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So what you would do is be like, I mean, yeah, things are awesome here, but there's a God out there that, that I was, I had no chance and now I can go to heaven because of it. Or, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So because of that belief that if you truly had a relationship, then that means you would do things for his glory and all that stuff because mm-hmm. of what we believe he did. You know what I'm saying? Well, that, you know, that really gives me two interesting questions is, is so, okay. So it's a relationship. And we need Topper to answer these yeah, questions. Yeah, no, I was, Shane I was and I have been talking about it the whole time. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. I pose this question directly. Don't to you. do this. I, while while you ask the question, I'm going to take a pee break. I give Shane permission to step in. No, at any given Shane, time. Shane also has to leave the room. Um, <laughs> oh, no. So, so, I have a question. If it is a perfect relationship, relationships, good relationships, a perfect relationship goes mm-hmm. two ways. Okay? From what you get from God, is the good things in your life and salvation. What does God get? God gets recognition, right? And he gets you bringing other followers to the flock. Is there something else? Um, he gets, I guess, our devotion, our love, and kind of why we were created in the first place, I think, was for, like, we coming back to the free will thing. You know, he wants us to choose to love him, to follow him. And, I mean, I, I can't really explain as to... I, if he really wants recognition for that, but what I what I would say is, you know, Eric has two little girls, yes. right, Savannah and Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. So what what does Eric gain when Brooklyn poops her diaper and Eric has to wipe her butt? <laughs> but that's a different kind of relationship. Yeah, but but it, I would I would argue the other way because we look at it as we're God's children. You're his children. Okay. So, so, and, and we look at it as God only wants the best possible thing for us. And God didn't create this world with this in mind. And it says that in, in, in scripture is that God created this world so that we wouldn't, to, so that, so that we could have relationship with him. And it even says that he regretted making mankind when it comes to, when you look at Noah and the flood uh-huh. and he wipes out the whole earth, basically. He said, it says that he regretted so God, his creation. God makes mistakes. Uh, if you look at it that way, some people would say, maybe. I, I mean, we would say that God doesn't make... I would say that God allows us to choose what we want to do. Mm-hmm. And because of that, mistakes were made mm-hmm. by us. And everything since then is God trying to point us back to him. Yeah. Because we're going out... Because we have free will. We're going on this path that yeah. 
whatever. And that the, he never wanted us to go down, but since then, it's like, okay, let's try to fit, get him back here through you know, this bad path. That brings up a really interesting point to me, and I've said that about a million times, so I'm going to stop saying it. But, um, <laughs> you know, what kind of God is God? Because the Old Testament God is a very petty God. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, I mean, I know you guys have read <laughs> but, yeah. but he's not a happy dude, Old Testament God. Yeah. You know, he, you know, he tells Abraham, he says, look, kill your son to prove to me that you love me, which is, as any victim of abuse can tell you, is typical abuser relationship like, <laughs> prove you love yeah. me how do the worst thing you can do yeah and then when he does when he's all about to do it he goes oh you know I'm good I just wanted to see that you would yeah so it's like that God is very petty he's very he needs love mm-hmm. he um, New Testament God little little more relaxed chill yeah, Him, yeah. you know Jesus having a son kind of chilled him out so, you know, what kind of guy, I mean, do you see him as... I mean, the son children. <laughs> kids, kids, you know, some people, kids stress you out. That's what I've heard. I'm not a father. Maybe Eric can relate. Yeah. Um, it's not, it doesn't work that way. Having yeah. a kid does not chill you out. It makes you worse. Well, you know, maybe when Jesus was a newborn, God was very stressed. <laughs> and then when he became a 33-year-old man overnight, uh, <laughs> then he was just like, all right, cool. He's got it. He's hanging out with his disciples. Everything's yeah. good, man. Well, buy for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it's but it's funny that that you brought that you bring this up because this Sunday I'm actually preaching a sermon mm-hmm. that is about the character of God and the God of the Old Testament versus the God of the New Testament. Which I'm going to start off by saying I don't have all the answers. <laughs> and and that is so there. That, can I can I stop you? Are there yeah. any testaments or any um, sermons you start off with? I do have all the answers to. Yeah, no, no. no. <laughs> none. Also, hey buddy, don't plug your. Uh... <laughs> also, hey, just so you know, Lance, we meet at Bella Spring Elementary School at 10 o'clock on Sundays. I don't know what you're doing. But, yeah, um, but anyway, so but Jesus I, will be there. You might meet him. Uh, yeah. I have come to many of your sermons. Yeah, you, yeah, have. you have. You actually, actually have. I've taken, as I tell my atheist friends, I've taken many a church in <laughs> for you guys. So that's that's what happens when you're friends with pastors. You have to go and support them. <laughs> it's terrible. It's awful. My skin burns a little bit. <laughs> but um, to, to answer your question is that, yeah, you can read the Old Testament and be like, what like God's God literally told the Israelites to kill all of these people, including the women and the children. Don't leave anybody behind, right? Like it's insane to look at, and and in and in our worldview and in our world today, we'd be like, this is absolutely insane. And then you do read the New Testament, and it seems like Jesus is preaching love, love your enemies more than you would love yourself, you know, and, and point back to God and there's grace and there's mercy and all this stuff. And so it's a loaded question as to. Is it the same God? Are they completely different? Like, what happened? Did God have a mood swing? All these things that go into it. And and like I said, I don't have all the answers for that. But what, what I would suggest is, and I was reading something today from um, uh, John Piper, who's a pastor and an author. And, and he was saying that um, in, in Luke chapter 4, Jesus was in the synagogues and he was teaching. And he was reading from the Old Testament. Because at that point... We didn't have the New Testament. It was being created, right? Mm-hmm. It was being lived out. But they had the Old Testament. So they had these scriptures. And Jesus is reading from a prophet, Isaiah, which is a book in the Old Testament. And he's reading this passage that, that says, um, God will send an anointed one who, who, who will lead the blind, who will save the lost, who is basically the savior of the world, describing himself. Mm-hmm. And then he stops at, at one point. And he doesn't read the next verse in Isaiah chapter 61, I believe it is. And the next verse says that God's vengeance will come. And so, so John Piper would say, you look at the Old Testament and you see this God who seems harsh, who seems like there's a lot of wrath, who seems like there's hate, all of these things. And you're like, how do we explain that? 
And and what he would point to, John Piper suggested, is that that is a result of sin and and sin and destruction in our world and 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 things that can lead to death. And I'm not saying necessarily just you do this and God's going to kill you for it. Yeah. But I'm saying in, in in general, when you harm somebody, when you do something wrong, it's destruction, right? Would you Fair. agree with that? Yeah. And so then. If you, but if you look in Revelation, which is the last book in the New Testament, there is a lot of harshness going on. And when we talk about how the world is going to end, there is a lot of wrath from God. And so John Piper would suggest that this is the same God from the Old Testament to the New Testament. And we are in, the, we are in this window of salvation from Jesus Christ who provides grace from sin, death, and destruction. But that is all going to come again. Okay. So, so if I'm following your logic here, and correct yeah. me if I'm wrong, you know, Old Testament God, there was a lot of bad stuff going on. Yeah. So he had to be tough. He was a stern father. And then right around the time Jesus is born, or a little bit before even, you know, I'm not really mm-hmm. with it with the uh, you know, the New Testament timeline, but yeah. either way, things in the world kind of cooled out, so he cooled out. He was chill. They were doing their chores. So he said, you know, watch, watch a little Breaking Bad if you want to <laughs> And what you're saying is now it's swung back the other way, and now it's worse. Now he's back to being stern father. No, no. What I'm saying is that the world is still crap. The the world has never changed, but now God created a way for us to because we have sin, and with and the only way that we can go to heaven is to not have sin because we believe that heaven is a sinless place. It's a perfect place, mm-hmm. and so what that means is sin is not allowed into heaven. But the wages of sin is death. So if the wages of sin are death, the only way to take care of that sin is to have a perfect sacrifice in, in Jesus. And so if Jesus is that perfect sacrifice, then he died for that sin that we can't pay for because we've messed up. And, and in the Old Testament, they would sacrifice animals and lambs and all these things because it was innocent blood. And the only way to pay for your sin was from innocent blood. And so Jesus is the ultimate sacrificial lamb. Sometimes he's painted as a lamb. And so his death pays for our sins. So it's created a way to pay for our sins and our mistakes so that we can be with him. Well, what but we that, would, that brings back to a really good point. I'm sorry to cut you off, Eric. Is, you know, it's good back to the whole determinism thing. You know, yeah. you say that Jesus died because he was paying for everyone's sins. He was paying the ultimate price so that everybody can go to heaven. Yeah. But have you ever considered that he died just because God gave everyone free will? And there are bad dudes in Rome. And these Romans came and they just didn't gel with what he was saying. So maybe he didn't die for any reason. Maybe he died because some dude didn't like because him. Because he was overtaken, is that what you're saying? Like no, he because he was just defeated. Well, just because people didn't like him very much. Yeah. You know, God God puts his son on earth and he says, Look, this is my son, he's gonna preach the word, he's gonna turn you into better people. Yeah. And then some other bad people, Romans, show up. Not that all Romans are bad. But, <laughs> all the Romans that are listening. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so, so Romans show up, and he gave them free will. They say, you know what? Screw this guy. Pardon my French. Yeah. And uh, we're just going to take care of him. You can say screw. It's okay. <laughs> and say whatever you want. we're just going to take care of him. Yeah, I mean, we... Because so, the Old Testament is always pointing to Jesus coming, the Messiah coming, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess that could be a possibility, but everything that we read in the Old Testament is pointing to this person coming that's going to take mm-hmm. care of everything. Mm-hmm. He's going to show through his There's sacrifice, all yeah, through sacrifice, we would have grace that even though we don't deserve salvation or heaven, mm-hmm. we could get there because of what he did. Mm-hmm. And so, the God, I, we believe God is God. Mm-hmm. And if he's not part of time, 
I and I understand. I completely understand why you're saying the Old Testament because that's the thing I show with the most. Yeah. Is, is some of the stuff it's a like big that that in the Old Testament that God did, or that it seems like God said to do. But the Old Testament is kind of showing a characteristic of, of God of He is just. I mean, He is holy, not just. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's New Testament. That He is holy. He uh-huh. is set apart. He is perfect. So when you do something wrong, there's you have to. You can't get to him unless you do something like sacrifice an animal or something like that. So that's why there's all these laws. You have to live a certain way because I am a holy God and and you can't even... What I say goes. Yeah. Where in the New Testament, when he's, he kept saying all these things and, and we kept getting it wrong with the laws and all this other stuff. So he said, I got to send my son to take care of it completely is what we believe. And that's where we see the grace part. So yeah. we see truth and holiness, but we also see that even in all that stuff, he still he knew we couldn't do it ourselves. Mm-hmm. So what we believe is he sent Jesus, and through that grace of his sacrifice, that we now have have a chance because of that. Okay, and I hear you. And he's a, he's a just God. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But like, so some, you, as a just God, you, something's to pay. How do basically. you explain the idea of Abraham and Isaac? Then, I mean, how how is that just? I mean, you're mm-hmm. a father. You know what I mean? You would yeah. never say to your child prove to me that you love me yeah you know do the worst thing you can do to prove to me that you love me because that's not what unconditional love is unconditional love is i love you no matter what exactly no matter what your daughters do which they're going to be perfect kids and they're going to grow up and they're going to be beautiful women but if they did something awful you're never going to say i don't love you until you prove it because they are your kin you will love them no matter what so how come that isn't enough for god well we would like and there's yeah if i can if i can preface that for a second as, as far as I know, Abraham wasn't like a dude wayward in his ways. No, he was like no. tilling no. the land. He was right on the and, path. And Isaac, was, he, him and Sarah were super old and they couldn't have kids. And, and Isaac was a, a gift from God. Yeah. So it was a huge blessing. And so, so for God to ask Abraham to sacrifice his son that yeah. he waited years and years and years to have and didn't think he could ever have yeah. is like, what in the world? Yeah. yeah it's, so how do you explain that? As God, a question. Is, it's... I would say that it's a form of obedience. So God still wants to be number one. He doesn't want, he's, he's a jealous God. And you would say that's, well, that's not good, but I would say I'm a, I can be a jealous husband. I don't want my wife to be with anybody else or do anything else like that. Hold, hold on, let me finish. <laughs> so I know. So, so in the same way, he's a God that he loves us and all this stuff. But, um, he wants to know, and and he he expects us to show him that he is number one. And even when we don't, and we mess up, and we fall short, and we do something wrong, it's okay because we believe when Jesus came later, and and through sacrifice, all that stuff that that even no matter what we do, we can always go back to God. But in the same way, we, he still wants us to be obedient to him, and and no matter what, our number one priority, we believe in what the Bible says, should be God and His glory. Yeah, because if He's the Creator. He created us and everything that we believe is here, all that stuff. Um, and because of that, we should be putting him number one. So for Abraham, Isaac was that big thing that would, like like everyone has, we believe everyone has something where it might be money or sex or whatever that, that could be Sports. number one priority or whatever. <laughs> Go Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> like no matter what, we be, he wanted to make sure that Abraham still had God number one where we believe he should be as the creator as the heavenly as the one who created everything because without him we we're we're not here we're nothing all that stuff fair you believe jealousy is a sin right 
Um, it depends. I, I wouldn't say every single time. No, I I don't believe necessarily jealousy is a sin. It it depends on what comes with that. If it's if you are jealous and that causes you to have like if you're like jealous of another person's house yeah, and think, oh man, my yeah. house is a piece of crap, and this person has this awesome house, and my life is worthless. I would say that that is a sin. That's because you want something let's else. Let's say but. let's say attention. You know what I mean? Like if if. Topper is better friends with Shane than he is with Eric. Which yeah. is true. Which, yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. That's fine. Hot dog. <laughs> Hot dog. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> but, you know, is that jealousy warranted? Is it right? Is it, you know, if, if, if sorry, in this example, Topper chooses to be better friends with Shane, is that warranted for you to feel jealous? Or is that wrong? Is that you coveting his attention? You're talking about just a person that's a friend. Uh, we're talking about the God who, without Him, we believe we don't exist. Fair, but okay. so there's a difference between just a friendship and me like being envious of of something, yeah. and God who, literally, without Him, we aren't here. Saying that because we are made in His image, uh-huh. without all that stuff. So, and going so back to, to it, God, if we believe that God created us, then that means that God only wants what's best for us and knows what's best for us and from god's perspective if we were to say if we were to put try to put ourselves in his shoes him looking into the situation that we're at and we're deciding to go this direction that is only going to bring us trouble fair but what we're talking about to reframe this conversation we're talking Mm -hmm. about abraham who yeah yeah, maybe he was like a little preoccupied with his family he wasn't giving as much glory to god but (laughs) this is a righteous dude Yeah. yeah This is a guy that, you know, maybe he missed one Hail Mary, which didn't exist back then. You know, he missed one Hail Mary because he was paying attention to his son. This isn't a guy that was, he cast off God. He had no room for God in his life. Well, I don't think that God told him to sacrifice Isaac as like, because necessarily he wasn't given enough attention or anything like that either. Well, well this, this neatly brings me to my next point. And one of the big philosophical proofs of God mm-hmm. is that if God is perfect, it is more perfect for God to exist than to not exist. Have you heard this before? I think so. Oh, you should know more philosophical <laughs> as, as theologians. You guys should know that. But theologians. It, it's, yeah. <laughs> Pardon me. Um, well, I'm glad you know that at least. <laughs> but isn't it more perfect for God to not be jealous than it is for him to be jealous? Not if he is jealous for what is best for us. 90% of the time, yes. Abraham. Why is he jealous of Abraham for having a son that he gifted to him? He said, here is your son. But you have to also remember that God did not allow Abraham to, to kill his son. Come on. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't. But he said, do it. And then when he almost did, he goes, yeah, that's enough. I got you. It's just. Well, it, it was. So, so what God was asking Abraham to do was to sacrifice his son, right? And so he takes him up there. And then God was showing and proving to, to, to Abraham because he said, look, don't go through with this. Don't go through with this because I have provided. And instead of Abraham killing his son, he sees a ram in the bush. Yeah. Right? It was a ram uh, in the bush instead. So basically, what that's saying is, yeah, we do deserve death. We do deserve hell. We do deserve all of these things. But God still provides a way. Okay, I hear that. So, so what we and not I know we've kind of talked about. Abraham yeah, for a yeah. while now. So, hey, but, Abraham is my homie. I'm down <laughs> with and I And I 100% completely understand what you are saying yeah. and why you think that way. And we would say it's it's showing a reflection of the fact that, that God provides and he's using that example or story mm-hmm. even today 
as like I mean I have a tattoo of Abraham and Isaac the story because to remind me whatever my Isaac is if God asks what I'd be willing to do it as, as a form of, of obedience mm-hmm. so that's what we would say that is and I completely understand why you yeah. say or what you're saying yeah. and there's other things in the Bible that I'm kind of like I don't really know that one yeah. but um, let's Hobby, I think you have one more question one more. And then, sure. yeah okay so I think it's safe to say that we are us three are pr- pretty much perfect Christians uh-huh. um okay. I don't think anybody would dispute that, mm-hmm. but but not everybody, uh, not all Christians get that kind of rap. Mm-hmm. So, what is your opinion on Christians? What's oh. your view on Christians in the church in general? Let I mean to answer that. Like I said, I don't really consider myself a very militant atheist, so I don't have a bad opinion of Christians. I think that if somebody believes, you know, if they have faith, that's their own thing, and if you find value in it and it gives you guidance you do good things because of it that's great yeah um i've had very good experiences with christians i've had bad experiences with christians obviously you know one of my best friends is eric and Aww. because of that Ew. i put up with Lance. his brother shane yeah. and <laughs> topper but so my my point being that uh i've had good experiences with you guys because i'm an atheist nobody's ever in this group of friends has never been rude to me you know no one's ever been yep. disparaging to me so it's I've had great experience with you guys. I've had people that have shouted at me and who have told me that I'm going to hell. Yeah, we have too. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually how we started the segment. <laughs> exactly. So I don't have a poor opinion of Christians. Um, I just think that they have the one thing I don't have, which is faith. You know, yeah. And I think that a lot of atheists don't really see that, is that you can talk scientific proof all day, but the one thing that religion requires is faith. It's a, the belief in something without the empirical evidence to back it up. You know, you might believe that there are some things in the world that prove God, but ultimately what it is is a feeling inside of you. It's mm-hmm. the feeling of God, I guess. I don't know. I don't feel yeah. it. But, um, you know, so if they believe that, if you guys believe that, better for you. But mm-hmm. I just don't. Very nice. Why don't we end with this? I'm going to do some quick hits. Okay, quick hits. I'm going to do a couple things then. Why don't we take a break? Because... I'm having fun. You guys having fun? Yeah, I got to pee, too. You got to so, pee. Not really. Not really. Yeah. So why don't we do this? I'm going to do some quick hits. I just want you 30 seconds to say what you think about whatever this is. Whether it's just 30 like, seconds? What if I have longer 30 seconds to, to a minute. Because, no, you don't have longer. I 30 seconds to a minute. I also have a buzzer in case you get it wrong, too. Yeah. yeah. So uh, so just, just really quickly, whatever you think about it, and I'll go to the next one. It's only four of them, okay? Uh-huh. And it's not – and then and after that, let's take a little bit of a break and pee, and then let's – Keep, let's have some. Let's do some more lighthearted stuff after this with Lance. Yeah. You guys want to do that? Okay. Sounds good. So, um, you ready? Timer. Timer ready. You did nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he literally said, "Timer ready," and looked around. You're the human timer. All right. So I'm just kidding. I'll, oh, you, I, I'll say I'm doing All right. it now. All right. Already ready? Out. Go. Uh, what do you think about creation? I think that the biblical format that the Earth is only six thousand years old is not scientifically supported by anything. Uh, Noah's Ark and the Flood I I don't understand how there's no proof of that and I don't understand how we have multiple animals from two parents but go on (laughs) (laughs) we should have been doing this the whole time we should have who was Jesus to you I think he was a good dude Maybe a little misguided <laughs> <laughs> in that who, he, who his lineage was. This is <laughs> and then, all right, last one. What do you think of the Bible? You know, I just, I think it's a set of good ideas. I don't know that it's fact. I think it's probably more fiction. Okay. But, yeah. 
Very nice. That I, was, I yeah. did well with that. Oh, I have I have so much to say. I know. Some we don't have time. We've already been going for a while. So let's do this. So this, this is not going to be the only time we're going to have you yeah, on. Yeah, so no, we're going to be able to address a lot of these. Yeah, you're going to be on. I mean, we could go back and forth about whether or not the Earth is six thousand years. Yeah, old. Yeah, yeah. That's a whole. I don't. Whole, I don't do. I don't. <laughs> believe that. I don't believe, do you believe that. that Eric? Yeah. Well, no, not really. But okay. we'll, we can <laughs> But we've decided that you are going to be our resident atheist on the podcast. Okay, so I can do that. That's because you bring you you make it fun and funny and all that stuff too. But here's what we're gonna do. Let's stop. And I say we make this episode a two parter. Because okay. we've already, it's already been an hour. So, because we have other stuff we wanted to get to, we haven't gotten to tip top news oh. and stuff. So, why don't Classic. we? Why don't we end here? We'll come back for part two with Adam Lance or Which just man, Lance. Don't call him Adam Lance. I know. I, I wanted to call confused. him. I wanted to call him Atheist Adam, but he hates being called Adam. We we reviewed earlier how Comcast is still after me. Do not use. Oh yeah. Crap. <laughs> what's your, before we end, what's your social security, really quick? It's a four. <laughs> so so let's let's take a break here and we'll come back for Not Your Mom It's Christian Podcast for part two. All right? All right. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Not Your Mama's Christian Podcast. Make sure you subscribe and like us on Facebook. Music provided by The Revive. You can check them out. TheRevivemusic.com. You can find Connection Church at ConnectionChurch.cc. You can find City on a Hill Community Church at CityOnahillCC.org. 